Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? Why the Gators need a little hard rock life on their horizon. Also, the Bucks running out of luck. I, look, three games in, losing to the Packers at home. Look, not the end of the world. But this offense is anemic. And the injuries are piling up. Julio Jones will come back. Mike Evans will be off of suspension. But this team can't beat whoever comes out of the AFC. They can't. The NFC is watered down a little bit this year. So what to do if you're Tom Brady and company? I'll tell you what. Coming up. Also, we have three, what I consider, to be decent programs now that have college football openings. Nebraska, Arizona State, Georgia Tech. Okay? The next ones that could be on the horizon from our perspective. And right now, the guys that I think that are fits, at least as of right now. Again, Harp on Sports, the bar. Podcast, audio, media, radio, network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram. Harp on Sports, Auditory Route, The Bar, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harp on Sports, the Facebook page, Harp on Sports, the YouTube channel, and of course, HarpOnSports.com. Okay, we have a hurricane, Hurricane Ian, about ready to snake along Florida's western coast. And again, not my first go-around with these, probably not your first go-around with these. This one headed right toward Gain- right towards Gainesville. And probably a Category 1 when it hits. I'm not really going to go down the whole meteorological examination. I don't know anything about this stuff. I listen. I have ideas. You know, I'm like, okay, well, this is what you should do in case of a hurricane. But the winds, I listen to people that know more. They don't pretend to know more. It's amazing on how many different media stops I've been on in my career where there's always some weatherman. Oh, now look, the radar is showing us, you know, no, <laughs> not what you're talking about. I don't know. So I'm not going to pretend. Not going to go down the weather route here, but I am going to tell you what. Florida Gators should move their game to Miami with Eastern Washington. The Buccaneers are already headed down there for their practice this week. If I'm Scott Strickland and I'm the Florida Gators, I hop on the phone. Look, Miami's not going to get touched by this thing. Get Eastern Washington down there. What? what? You know, we want a home field advantage. No, you, you want to pick up wins. And this is a game Florida should win. Should win. And I know there's distractions. And oh my gosh, well, the family. They just canceled the damn thing now. I, I don't get what this delay is. I don't. This thing's going to come right up Broadway. And I get it. You know, the ambulances, the state troopers, the police are going to be dispatched because of the damage in different areas where they're going to be needed. Okay, I'm one of these guys when you can see something coming a mile away, move it. Florida had this issue about five years ago with LSU. It became a mess because it was a beautiful sunny day. But that didn't matter because St. Augustine was flooding and families and people were displaced. If you're worried about families and displacement, you have to cancel the game now. If the goal is to get this thing played, move it to Miami, play it at Hard Rock. Well, the Hurricanes may not like that. It's a Dolphin Stadium. And the Dolphins are letting the Buccaneers practice there this week. There are campuses, there are things to do down and around the Miami area, right? Florida International's down there, aren't they? Florida International's down there. There's places you can practice there. There are. The Hurricanes have a bye this week. 
This is where you kind of swallow and you have to swallow your pride a little bit. Maybe play other sports. I can, can we use this? Sure. What, what can we do for you? Let's, let's figure out something down the road. Uh, this is one of those things that I'd love to see get done. This is why you can be rivals with somebody, but being turds about your relationship with them doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't. Everybody that lives in a, in a bubble when it comes to their fan base, screw that other team. That's why you can't do these things. Cause sometimes you need that other team's help and you can still not like each other, but you can be respectful. Not saying that that's not existent between Florida and Miami, but here's a chance to, to get down to South Florida. Florida's got, come on, alums all over the state. They can put 30,000, 40,000 in that place. It'd be kind of funny for Florida to outdraw Miami at Miami during a hurricane in which everybody's displaced, but that's what should happen. Florida should take on Eastern Washington in Miami because the Bucks are still kicking the tires. The Bucks may play the Chiefs in Miami Sunday night because once you get to Tampa, basically 60, 70 miles south, Tampa up, a hundred miles south, Tampa up is going to be in a little bit of a nasty area. Miami looks like they're going to get touched a little bit, but not, not, not lit up. Everybody else is going to be. Your other option is for Florida to go where New Orleans, play in New Orleans. Now you're not going to have any fans there. At least in Miami, you're going to get some fans there. Jacksonville doesn't do you any good. So again, if I were the Gators, if I were Scott Strickland, I'd pick up the phone. Eastern Washington, we'll play where, well, we'll play in the Orange Bowl. We'll play at the Hard Rock Hard Rock Life, baby. Let's go down to Hard Rock. Let's play. I don't know where else you're going to get that it's going to, that you're going to be able to do this because Atlanta's not going to do any good. Charlotte's not going to do any good, depending on where the storm goes. It's New Orleans. I mean, you could technically go to Houston, but I don't know what you're going to do. I mean, Florida, they want to fly out to Eastern Washington. You could play in Seattle where the Seahawks play. Maybe. See, there's, there's possibilities here, but I don't know what that's going to do you. You know, if you want a neutral site game, I, and there's always fun options too. You can pick up the phone and and see if they want to play in New York. Now both both teams are flying. Like Florida's gonna probably have to fly anyway, right? They want to go somewhere unless they want to bust down to Miami. But those are your options. Those are your options. Seriously, there's some cool things you can do in here. Now I don't know how quickly you can turn things around, but again, I I don't know what the stadium would look like. I, I was trying to think of any like cool small college football venues in which you could play something at that would be neat, and but I, I just can't think of any. It's not like basketball that, you know, you have Hinkle where Butler plays where they film Tuesdays and you have different movies that are, you know, Cooperstown, you know, Double Day Field. And then you've got the Field of Dreams. Football really doesn't have anything like that. Nothing iconic that's, oh, look at this cool thing. Not really. Now, like the Washington Monument's got enough grass and space, but look what I'm doing now. Just being, you can't turn something around that quick. So, again, as far as I'm concerned, Florida's options, you know, we talked about New Orleans, where do you want to move it? We'll just cancel it. No, you look... This team's probably going to be bowl eligible when it's all said and done. And even if they're not, not you know, some teams you don't get enough wins to get in there. But if you're Florida, you want a winning season, and you're going to need this game to guarantee yourself a winning season. Probably going to get there anyway, but you don't want to be going into the last game with Florida State sitting there at 5-5 five and because five you didn't play this game. Probably going to be better than that going into that, but, you know, quickly thinking unreal. Florida's one injured quarterback away from being below 500, right? It's kind of where they are. So, again, the right thing to do here, the sensible thing to do, is move the game. You can still play it at noon on Saturday. Move it down to Miami. Bring Eastern Washington in. Play at Hard Rock Life Stadium. Hard Rock Life, you like that? Hard Rock Stadium. So that's what I would do in that case. And look, you know, Florida sitting there at 2-2, two and two, you want to play this game. And if they don't play, they're probably not going to make it up unless they play it at the end of the year during the SEC championship game you could get away with that if you wanted to move it that weekend but 
look, if I'm Eastern Washington and I'm in the FCS playoffs, I don't want to be, I don't want to play that game. If I'm getting ready for the FCS playoffs from Eastern Washington, why would I want to do that? There's somebody else you could pick up and maybe that's what Florida does. If they cancel this, they pick up some poor bag that gets lit up and they can schedule a game with Ivy pick, you know, whoever pick an FCS school Furman, you know, you do you want to roll them into town that weekend. You, you could get away with that. You, you could, because let's face it, with Florida, two losses in the East already, you know, they'd have to run the table in Tennessee and Kentucky would have to lose three times. And they had to play each other. So it's not going to happen. So again, Florida should go down to Miami, play Eastern Washington there. And then you can still get a Florida fan base to come out. A little bit of an outreach program, right? So there you go. Uh, switching gears, speaking of Miami, the Bucks practicing there the rest of the week. May come back to Tampa on Sunday, depending on what things look like. I do know this. The Buccaneers in week one, you know, took care of business in Dallas. Cowboys struggled defensively great. Week two, Bucks offense was anemic. Mike Evans gets the boot. Everybody's fired up. And guess what? It's thrown into fifth gear, and they figure out a way to dust the Saints in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady leaves a drive in the fourth quarter to get this team in the end zone for the first time. But, ooh, boy, this offense is just anemic. You can say, well, Mike Evans was suspended. I know. I know. And defensively, the Bucs look good. Here's your problem. The Bucs are lucky in this sense that the, all the juggernauts offensively are in the AFC. The Dolphins, juggernaut, AFC. Bills, juggernaut, AFC. Look, the Chiefs lost to the Colts, but I think you and I both agree. The Chiefs are going to, Chiefs are going to win double-digit games. They're the favorite in that division. They just are. Now, the Chargers without Herbert, who knows what they show us. But look, the Chiefs, the Bills... The Dolphins are all up there, right? And then, you know, I I think you start to look around a little bit, and I don't know if the how much of a threat the Jags are going to be. Again, we're three weeks in, we're three games in, but you look around at the AFC and say, okay, I don't know what the Broncos are going to be. They struggle offensively, but they find a way to win. What they're two and one. Um, let's look around at the rest of this division. I look. Oh my gosh, what are we going to get? I don't say necessarily out. What are the What are the Ravens going to give us? Okay, I, I don't know what the Steelers are going to give us. The Bengals finally get a win. So, uh, again, you, t- you start to take a step back here a little bit, and you start to look around and go, okay, the thing is, offensively, the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Chiefs going against this Bucks team, the Bucks can't score enough points to keep up with those teams. They just can't. So, if I'm the Bucks and I'm sitting here at 2-1, and one, in the next three weeks, the Buccaneers need to do this. They need to go get Rob Gronkowski. This offense around the goal line is anemic. It's bad. It's bad. And look, you bring my you you able to get Gronk to come back. And look, if you get Gronk to come back within the next, look, hey, we need you in shape. Let's bring you back. If you got him in shape and, and you know football shape's gonna take him two or three weeks, then you're talking week seven. He's got to play ten games. The Bucks right now need to be reaching out for Rob Gronkowski because you're not beating the Dolphins. The good news for at least the Bucks is the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Ravens, right, the Bills. They all gonna have to play each other. They're going to have to play each other. If you're the Bucs, you have to worry about right now. It looks like the Eagles are legit. Looking around the, the entire conference, the Eagles are legit. Through three games, they look to be the part. The Rams are going to be fine. They are. The Packers are going to be there. They are. That division's bad. Let's face it. That division's not any good. Packers are going to win 11, 12 games. The teams are going to be there. So you're the Bucs. You're like, okay, we, 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 can get a, we can be the two seed. We can be, oh, yeah, you can be. You can be. But... Julio Jones hurt all the time now. 
He is. Mike Evans, Mike Evans is injured. Your season's over. So it doesn't have to be in the next two weeks here, but in the next month, they need Gronk back. And here's where you're Brady and you go to him and go, okay, well, what do you want? And I know Brady's making his money this year, but this is where if you're Mike Evans, if you are Brady, if you, you know, Julio's kind of on this contract, you look around at your teammates and whoever's got their money and say, hey, man, we got to get Gronk back here. You know, we'd shave some money here. I'll take a little cut. You take a little cut. We'll rework our deals. We'll free up six or seven million dollars in cap space. We can bring Gronk back six or seven million bucks for the second half of the year. You put Gronk on this team with who? Then, then you are legit. Then you're legit. But without Rob Gronkowski, this Buccaneers team, look, you're just not a Super Bowl threat. Not to win it. Threat to get there because the NFC is kind of all over the place. But you're not beating the Bills. You're not beating the Dolphins. You're not beating the Chiefs. Good news is you only have to play one of them. It's just not. It's just not built that way. And the defense can only hold you for so long. Look, look, look what the defense made adjustments. If you're going to sit here and tell me Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are uh, so anemic and so bad and you can't even score with them, well, if we had Mike Evans. Yeah, but you didn't. And you don't have Julio Jones. You can't rely on 30-plus-year-old wide receivers to stay healthy. You just can't. Gronk, and here's the thing, too. You get down there around the goal line, or at least when you're trying to move the sticks, Gronk demands a double team. He demands a double team, which opens other people up. See, that's why the Chiefs were always so dangerous when they had Tyreek Hill because, you know, Kelsey demanded a double team or Hill. You can't put four guys on those two guys. Somebody's going to be wide open. And coverages get blown just to base. And then structurally, the Bucks defensively are good enough to get you there, good enough to make a deep run. But the Bucks are struggling with the Eagles right now. Gronk is a guy that can move the sticks and keep the ball in Brady's hand to give you opportunities. But you see how this offense is struggling right now. He's got new weapons trying to figure things out. And it's the early going, but you've never seen him this frustrated, have you? You've seen him mad and pissed and upset, but never this frustrated. Home life, all that stuff. Get Gronk back. Watch how quickly it changes. Well, he's retired. Something tells me, uh, sit down with Tom and Mike Evans and Tom Brady showed up to Gronk's house and they worked out a deal. Something tells me you can get that man back. We'll see. All right. One more thing as we pivot here. I love the coaching carousel. It's always fascinating. This guy goes here. This guy goes here. What's going to happen here? Because it's like giving somebody a new canvas, something to paint. Well, three jobs are opened up now. Nebraska, Georgia Tech, and Arizona State. Which one's the best job? And these power five jobs, right? Those are the three that are open right now. Which one's the best job? And in theory, you'd like to say Nebraska. The one that's got the most potential is always Georgia Tech. It's in Atlanta. It's in Georgia. Georgia's one of the top six or seven states in the country when it comes to high school football talent. You get the guy, the right guy there that's excitable. But the problem is the last 10 years, what, 15 years, what have you had? You had a guy that ran the triple option, which was nice because Georgia Tech had some success with Paul Johnson. They did. But they were never going to be a national title contender. But that really wasn't the goal. The goal was to get a state wins every year and everybody's happy. Okay. And I've made mention somebody's going to hire Deion Sanders. Is Georgia Tech going to hire Deion Sanders? Probably not. Nebraska should. But as I look around and, you know, what guy could go where? This guy could go here. This guy could slide in here. To me, looking at these programs, I, I've said this. I, I, I thought the way Dan Mullen likes to run, you know, run his offense, I thought Arizona state would be great for him. I would, I think Georgia tech would be great for Dan Mullen too. He knows the area. He's recruited the area. He knows he's not going to get the 
creme de la creme from Kirby Smart. He knows he's not going to get that. He's not. Does he want to avoid Kirby? I don't know. If he wants to avoid Kirby, go out there. But Dan Mullen, Georgia Tech would be a good fit. It's going to take him a while. And the reason to be a good fit because he'd be patient with him as he rebuilds it. Does he take a step back? Does he? Does Georgia Tech have the money in the pockets to go after a, a you know a support staff? Dan Mullen didn't have the support staff. Kirby Smart, Kirby Smart. Well, he doesn't. Dan Mullen didn't have the support staff. Support staff that Kirby Smart has at Georgia. Nor what Billy Napier got at Florida. Now, did he ask for it? I don't know. Probably not. Nebraska, you could pull that off because it's Big Ten money. Now, is Nebraska to be interested in Dan Mullen? I don't know. But this is where if you're Georgia Tech and you look around and you're Georgia Tech, you're trying to compete. If I'm Georgia Tech, this is the perfect time to pick up the phone and ask the Big Ten, hey, you've wanted to dance with us for a while. You've wanted to get your hand on our market. Atlanta's a top 10 market. You just added big markets in Los Angeles over the years. You added Baltimore and D.C. with the Maryland grab. You added New York with Rutgers. Hey, look, baby. Can we dance? If I'm Georgia Tech, I pick up the phone. Because if you're Georgia Tech and you can get into the Big Ten, all of a sudden your payouts are over $100 million a year as opposed to the ACC, $60 million a year. Boy, think about what you could do at Georgia Tech with an extra $40 million. Here's if you're Georgia Tech. If you're serious about football, you'll call the Big Ten. The Big Ten would love to have you. Academically, Georgia Tech's really strong. But does Georgia Tech want to give up that Southern Root stuff to go join the Big Ten? They should. And the Big Ten would love to have them. If not, look, if Georgia Tech's in the Big Ten, if you're Dan Mullen or any other big coach, or the coach that's outside looking in, looking to get back into it, boy, all of a sudden that's pretty interesting stuff. I can be in the Big Ten and I can be the South, have all this money. Hmm. So, again, this is the perfect Georgia Tech right here. you got a perfect example you fired your coach. You're trying to figure out what's going on. You fired your AD. Here's where a new AD needs to come in there and go, hey, you know what? We want to join the Big Ten. We're going to hire Dan Mullen. That, that, that's, that, that's a fit that would work there. I think it would. Look at Mississippi State. He was able to recruit Mississippi State and get them to 10-2. and two. They 10-2? and two? Yeah. Went to the Orange Bowl. Won it. Who'd they beat? They didn't beat anybody. They got beat, right? But if you get Dan Mullen, who did he lose to? He lost to Georgia Tech. How about that? How about that for irony? But no, that year that Mississippi State team was good. They were good. It was Mississippi State with Dan Mullen that beat Michigan. There you go. That Rich Rodriguez's Michigan team that he skull drug. <sighs> Pretty bad. But that's what should happen in that case. But Nebraska, I, I said Nebraska Schneider, Deion Sanders, Arizona State. You know, everybody's all high on Marshall's coach. They go out and lose back to back games to who? Bowling Green and Troy after dumping Notre Dame. So I, there's always somebody out there. There's always some hot shot coordinator. There's always somebody that Arizona State. They got to find somebody that knows how to recruit California. And yeah. So again, this is where I'm not wholly 100% familiar with the Pac 12. You know, Arizona State would maybe think about, I know he's retired, but kick the tires on Chris Peterson. See if he come out of retirement. He knows the Pac 12 coached at Washington. Here's where the SEC and the Big Ten got you, baby, because they got infinite money. Infinite money. Harbaugh Sports, the bar, podcast, <laughs> audio, radio, and media network. Follow, share, like, subscribe. Again, at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram, Harpon Sports Auditory Route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harpon Sports Facebook page, Harpon Sports, the bar, the YouTube channel, and of course, HarponSports.com. As always, remember, stay clean, stay focused, strong, Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.